Hi, I'm Latresa. And I'm Clancy. And we are a mother-daughter duo that shares a love and admiration for all things Elvis. On this podcast, you can expect a deep dive into the life of Elvis Presley. We will discuss books written by Elvis's friends, family members, and others who knew him best. We will critique and enjoy Elvis movies, concerts, and music with those who grew up listening to his music, watching his movies, enjoying his concerts, and hopefully inspiring a new generation of Elvis fans along the way. With all the misconceptions surrounding Elvis, we want to remember his life and his legacy. The man, the friend, the entertainer, and the philanthropist. This podcast is dedicated to those of us who celebrate the life of one of the greatest entertainers of all times. Let's Talk Elvis! Hi guys, it's Latresa. Welcome back to the Let's Talk Elvis podcast. I'm still uh, missing Clancy, but hopefully she'll be with us before too long. I do have an exciting uh, podcast tonight. Something that I, I'm really excited to talk about was is Elvis's love for animals. Now I am a big animal lover. I've just always had a, a, a I've had quite a few animals in my lifetime, and I really enjoyed looking um, up all the different animals that that Elvis actually had um, throughout his life. The earliest. Uh, that I could find is that age two, Elvis had a pet rooster, and he it died when he was age two, and he cried. So, um, what a heart he had even at that age. And um, throughout, uh, from what I could find out, Elvis had several dog pet dogs as he was growing up. A couple of the names were Woodland and Muffy D. Um, he always had a love for animals, and he even loved stuffed animals. He had a stuffed teddy bear that he named Mabel when he was a young boy. And um, he continued through his through his life, he continued and seemed to even, as, as Elvis got more popular, he had the opportunity to get... Um, animals that a lot of us probably maybe thought about or some of us we probably didn't even think about and i can't help but think about the song old chef that uh, elvis recorded or biggie didn't record he sang um, at the mississippi alabama fair in 1945 and how he sang with such emotion and he also sang this song in his classroom and some of his classmates were even recorded as saying that they they uh, had tears in their eyes when he sang the song and he put so much emotion into it so from an early time elvis really had a love for animals and we know that he grew up on a farm we know that his parents were sharecroppers and we know his dad actually ended up um going to uh, prison over a check that was forged for the sale of a hog. So Elvis, um, the animals played an important part of Elvis in his, his early years too. So when Elvis actually bought Graceland, um, Graceland had, had been known as a farm, actually even had a barn um, on the property, but he bought 13.8 acres of land that went along with the house. So there was plenty of room for Elvis, Gladys, and Vernon to farm. And Gladys had a love for chickens, so of course Gladys had her chickens. And can you imagine 
if you've ever been to Graceland or if you've seen pictures of the beautiful mansion, if you can just imagine Gladys out front with her chickens, feeding her chickens, chickens running all over the porch um, and running into the, the mansion at Graceland, um, it would have been a sight to see. And um, I think it was George Klein that I heard um, on Elvis Radio not long ago, someone made reference to the fact that Gladys was told not to be out front feeding chickens, that it was really bad for publicity for Elvis. So, you know, they were just good old country folks, and their, their chickens and their other livestock uh, played an important part in their lives, and they just, you know, they were just taking care of business on the farm. But Elvis owned all kinds of birds. Um, his mom had chickens. Elvis had turkeys. Um, he had peacocks. He had a special turkey that's name was Bowtie. And uh, he had um, he had a minor bird that was taught. Uh, apparently, it could talk, and um, it heard excuses. I don't know where it was located, but it must have been near a phone because the bird picked up all the phrases that uh, were said as to why Elvis was not available. And so the minor bird would say, Elvis is asleep. Elvis isn't available. Elvis isn't here. And so um, the the story goes that one day the bird started repeating all of the phrases over and over again. Elvis is asleep. Elvis isn't available. Elvis isn't here. And um, and Elvis heard the bird, and it just kept repeating this, and he thought it was hilarious. He loved it. Uh, they also had goats on um, the Graceland property. They had donkeys on the Graceland property. Elvis was given donkeys, and at the time he did not have a fence. The fence was not completed around the property. So what does Elvis do? He puts his donkeys in the uh, unfilled, brand new swimming pool. Of course he does. He's Elvis. So um, can you imagine? Can you just imagine? Um, he he had uh, he fixed the situation. Whenever a situation came up, he fixed it. So um, and Vernon also uh, he raised hogs and he would smoke them and cure the pork in the old pump house. And the old pump house is still located on the Graceland property. If you are visiting Graceland and you go behind the house after you come out of, uh, of Vernon's office, you see a little old pump house that was a makeshift uh, target practice um, uh, shooting range, I guess you would call it. And it also has a replica of Elvis's house in Tupelo. But that was where, that was Vernon's smokehouse, I guess you would say. It's where he cured and uh, smoked his pork from the uh, from the, the hogs that he would kill. And I think it's so ironic that um, that now they have uh, Vernon's smokehouse, whereas it is a place where you can go and eat. And I thought that was really cool that they carried that little uh, little snippet of information on. I just love finding little nuggets like that um, in the in Graceland facts whenever you're you're looking and you find things. So um, let's see. Um, there also uh, Lamar Fike tells a story of uh, of a time when he and Elvis and Vernon took a limousine out to Germantown, which was not very far from Memphis, but they went to buy some chickens and some ducks. 
and Lamar got to ride in the back of the limousine, and it was his job to control the birds. Well, how do you control a bunch of chickens and a bunch of ducks in a limousine? Um, he said they were flying around, and they were making a really, really big mess. So when they finally got back to Graceland, um, he claims that they had the, the limousine cleaned and fumigated, but it was never the same, which I can only imagine. Um, he had geese. He, he bought geese in order to trim the, the grass on the property. And um, he actually had, he ended up with two wallabies, which are animals from Australia. Elvis had fans all over the world, we know. And he had fans in Australia. And so in 1957, when he was filming Jailhouse Rock, he received a wallaby from a fan in Australia. And then in 1962, he actually received another wallaby from another Australian fan. And uh, both of the wallabies were donated to the Memphis Zoo. Um, Elvis had peacocks. If you um, remember in the mansion, you'll see some stained glass um, stained glass windows in the mansion that um, that have peacocks they're very beautiful and elvis uh, had peacocks and until they saw the reflection in his uh, shiny cars and actually started trying to peck and scratch the cars so they too found themselves in the zoo now elvis had a love for horses and um, and we know that um, if you if you listen to the episode at the Circle G Ranch that we did, we talked a little bit about his cattle farming days, which were very numbered, and his great love for horses. He started his love for horses when Priscilla he purchased Priscilla a horse, and she eventually talked him into getting one too. So what does Elvis do? He goes out and he buys just about the whole entourage and their wives or girlfriends horses and they all begin horse riding and so after a while they decide they want a ranch and so they move to the circle g ranch and take the uh, the horses that with them but um, one of elvis's favorite horses was a golden palomino quarter horse i love palominos those are actually my favorite horses but he had a golden palomino quarter horse whose name was rising sun and he actually named the barn behind Graceland House of Rising Sun. He had a Tennessee Walker named Bear, and he also named one of his horses after the mayor of Memphis. Uh, the mayor's last name was Ingram, so he named one of his M-A-R-E mayors Ingram, which I thought was really kind of cute. Um, so all of the all of the the uh fans sometimes would be at the gate and they would see Elvis riding his horse down. He would often ride his horse down to the gate and and he would show out riding on the property and everyone could see him on his horse and he really enjoyed that time on his horse and on with his horses. He they were real important to him and they they still have horses there today. They have rescue horses on the property at Graceland if you haven't been. Um Lisa Marie had a Shetland pony whose name was Mariah. And I've, I've heard uh, Lisa tell the story of how her dad was in the backyard at Graceland and how he was, was you know, she was sitting on the pony and he's, he's leading her. 
around in the backyard, and he wants to show his grandma uh, Dodger, Minnie Mae Presley. He wants to show her how well Lisa Marie is riding this Shetland pony. So they actually go into the back of the mansion, and they are uh, going through, if you've ever been there, they're going through the back, they're going through the hall to Minnie Mae's bedroom, and the Shetland pony relieves himself right there, or herself, I guess her name was Mariah, but she relieves herself right there in front of Minnie Mae's room and so elvis he he is laughing hysterically but he knows what is going to happen when his grandma finds out that this horse has relieved herself in front of her bedroom at graceland so he's trying to hurry and get the get the the horse and the and lisa marie out of uh, graceland and trying to clean up they said that elvis actually cleaned it up himself so that's a cute little story um about him and uh and lisa marie and he also had a chimpanzee whose name was Scatter. He bought Scatter in 1961, and Scatter had quite a following, but he bought the chimpanzee in 1961 from a Memphis television personality. And uh, Scatter hung out with Elvis and all of his friends, the Memphis Mafia, all the time. Scatter was, was a real party animal, um, no tin and pundit, or no pun, no pun intended. I can't talk today. Uh, but anyway, they even wore, uh, you know, Scatter wore clothes. Scatter loved beer and whiskey, and uh, and he loved women. So, Alan Fortress taught him, who was also another one of the Memphis Mafia, taught Scatter, which I don't know how much teaching was involved, but he supposedly taught Scatter to lift women's um dresses or skirts up and look underneath, peek underneath as a joke. So when they had parties and gatherings, then, you know, Scudder would, Scatter would, would lift up the women's skirts and he would, um, would peep underneath. And, you know, so it was, it was quite the show for the men. They really got a kick out of that. He also liked to hide in the restroom whenever the, um, women would uh, go into the restroom and, and surprise them by being in the restroom. And uh, and they all enjoyed hearing them scream and everything. So Scatter was a, a, a great conversation um, breaker, uh, icebreaker, I guess, and, um, and, and a lot of fun and, and uh, never a dull moment, I suppose, whenever Scatter was at a party. And uh, he... He also, he traveled with Elvis back and forth to, um, back and forth from Graceland to Hollywood when Elvis was filming movies. And in one instance, two of the Memphis Mafias talk about how they were traveling across country in a station wagon and Scatter was in the back of the station wagon in a little cage. And, uh, well, I don't know how little it was, but he was in a cage. But anyway, he was in the hotel room uh, that night with these two members of the mafia. So the next morning when they wake up, he is swinging on the curtain, which has been torn down. He has 
made waste all over the room and um, they are just mortified and uh, they decide just to go on out and eat breakfast and then while they're gone apparently the maid comes in and finds all this mess so it was really something that uh, it was not a, a very pleasant experience for any of them um, but he he uh, and he would love, he would, um, he would swing on the curtains and tear the curtains down at Graceland too. And he would throw his waste at guests at some times. So that was, that was his, his behaviors and manners got worse as he got older. I had a friend that was a missionary in Africa and she tells a story of a chimpanzee that she and her family raised and how it was, um, you know, it was just like their little baby for years. And then as it got older, it got meaner and they ended up where they had to chain it outside and so you know apparently I've never been around chimpanzees or never really uh, studied that much about them but apparently they get aggressive behaviors as they age and that was the case with Scatter as well and one day um, he even bit Vernon's wife D um, and so you know he kind of got out of control and so they had to Put him. I've heard two different stories. I've heard that they built him a um, cage room or whatever in the back of Graceland. It was controlled climate. Both accounts is that it was a, a, a controlled climate room. I don't know if it was a room at Graceland or if they fixed him a room behind Graceland. But it was it was climate controlled. So, um, but he was he was basically you know he had to. Um, his relationships with with all of the guys and with Elvis diminished and so he was basically retired I guess you would say um, but there is a story that um, there was a maid at Graceland and her name was Daisy and apparently she had scatter duty and one day while she was out I guess feeding him cleaning up whatever um, taking care of scatter he actually ripped the wig off of her head and uh, and she did not she was not very fond of him after that and um, the story goes that he didn't live a very long time after they built the controlled climate room and placed him in the room he didn't live a whole lot longer and some claim that made Daisy may have poisoned him but that has never been proven as a fact so I'll just kind of throw that out there and leave it, and you can decide what you want to decide and do what you want to do with that. Um, there was a family called the Lewises who were big Elvis fans, and they actually gave Elvis a squirrel monkey in 1966 that they bought at a drugstore. Can you imagine buying a monkey at a drugstore today? Not going to happen. The squirrel monkey's name was Bambi. And the Lewises would, uh, they hung out at the front gates at Graceland. They were huge Elvis fans. And if you know anything about Elvis history, a lot of times Elvis would uh, invite the people that were down at the front gate. He would invite them to come up to the house or he would invite them to go to the movies with him. And so the Lewises were familiar with Elvis. And um, at one point they were at the movies and they actually gave Elvis and Priscilla this squirrel monkey named Bambi, and um, and it was said that Elvis and Priscilla both loved Bambi, and and Mr. Lewis actually ended up going to work as a guard at the front gate 
at, uh, at Graceland. And then we come to dogs. We know that Elvis had a love for dogs. Um, and I have a list of some of the dogs that he actually had. I'm sure he had many others, but these were the more popular ones, I suppose. He had a Basset Hound, whose name was Sherlock. He had two Great Danes, which he had actually when Lisa Marie was a baby, and their names were Brutus and Snoopy, and they actually, at least one of them, performed in one of the later movies that Elvis was in, and uh, and so you, you can actually see one of his actual uh, Great Danes in the movie with Elvis. Um, he had a Pomeranian whose name was Edmund, and he ended up giving the Pomeranian to his Aunt Delta. Delta lived at Graceland. She was Vernon's sister, Minnie Mae Dodger's daughter, and she lived at Graceland until she passed away. But apparently, um, the Pomeranian named Edmund and Aunt Delta formed a bond, and so Elvis just let her have Edmund. Um, he also had a chow whose name was Get Low, and he actually had to fly the chow to Boston on his um, small jet star plane because uh, Get Low had a kidney ailment, and he was actually in a hospital or a facility in um, in Boston for about three months before he came home, and he actually ended up he he died of the kidney ailment eventually. He had a great Pyrenees whose name was Muffin. He had three dogs who were named after characters from the movie It Happened at the World's Fair, and their name was Woosh, Oswald, and Michael Edwards. And he also, he did not really like cats. I do did find a record that he gave Lisa Marie a cat that was named Puff, but um, but I did find that he had a cat named Wendell, and the, he was the cat was named after his co-star in Loving You, Wendell Corey. So he also gave animals away. He gave a lot of uh, dogs away to um, to to friends and to family members. He gave Gladys, his mother, a tiny dog whose name was Sweet Pea in 1956. I want to say she was a poodle, but I'm not really sure if she was or not. Um, and if, you, if you've if you been to Graceland, you will remember the poodle wallpaper that is in uh, Gladys's bathroom and closet area at Graceland. His early girlfriend, Anita, whom he called Little Bit, he gave her a, a, a very tiny little uh, toy poodle um, for Christmas one year, and of course she named it Little Bit. He gave Priscilla a poodle that was named Honey. So, um, and also he gave, I remember uh, GK telling him one time he went on a, a bike and he bought dogs for all of the, the Memphis Mafia, and uh, GK had his for years, and I think uh, he ended up naming him E.P. for Elvis Presley, but he called him E.P. or Epi, and uh, to kind of be short, and uh, and he had the dog for years. There's another real funny story about Arisha Ward, who actually mailed herself to Elvis. She knew that Elvis was a dog fan and that um, Elvis received dogs on occasion, so she actually had a crate built. She had fake papers drawn up, and that said that the the box um, contained two Russian wolfhounds, and uh, 
her friends loaded her and another girl up into the crate, and they drove her to, to Memphis to a freight company and uh, actually mailed the crate to Graceland. So Aunt Delta answered the door, and she refused to accept the delivery. So they had to take the uh, the crate back. And when uh, Ward found out that they had uh, the that they had uh, refused the delivery, she started trying to beat around and get out of the box. And it scared the driver to death. It said that he actually ran into a ditch. But he drove the girls back to Graceland and uh, let them out at the guard gate. And when Elvis heard the story, he thought it was hilarious. And he actually invited the girls up to the mansion because they he was really impressed with the lengths that they went to in order to get to, uh, to, to meet Elvis Presley. So I thought that was really cool. But, um, but we're really glad. That's all that I have. Um, really glad that you have tuned in to this episode. Um, I have uh, several reviews that I want to read. Hannah B. says, I really enjoyed this episode, talking about last week's episode of the Grand Ole Opry. She says, you did a great job solo. Can't wait for the next episode. Thank you, Hannah B. I also have a review from Macy. Macy says, you guys are awesome. I get so excited when I see a notification for a new Let's Talk Elvis podcast. I have listened to all your episodes multiple times. Your episodes are so fun and interesting. Please keep doing them. I really appreciate what you guys are doing to keep the love of Elvis going. Thank you, Latresa, for doing the podcast even when Clancy is gone. When Clancy gets back, you guys should do episodes on Priscilla and Elvis and also one on Colonel Tom Parker. Thank you, Macy. And actually, we have, uh, we do have plans to do a Colonel Parker, which will be a big one, and also uh, Elvis and Priscilla. That's one that we, we definitely want to do those two when we are together. I'm trying to come up with things that are not uh, something that I want to do without Clancy. I don't want to do any of them without Clancy, but I want to save her for the really, really good stuff. So I hope that you enjoyed this um, this episode. If you like what you hear, and you haven't already, please follow us on Spotify or Apple. We're also on Instagram and on TikTok at Let's Talk Elvis Podcast. Leave us a review and share with your friends. And um, hopefully, very soon, we're going to have Matthew, the ETA from Sweden, who is going to, uh, we're actually going to try to talk to him and have an interview. And I'm really excited about that. Hope everyone has a great week. Let's keep thinking good thoughts and um, love you guys. And I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks.